0: to set their news with Tracy Valiatham. Good afternoon. It has emerged that President Jacob Zuma's nephew is among the 11 men accused of being involved in a deadly shooting at a minibus taxi rank in Deben on Wednesday. The state has indicated that it intends to oppose bail for taxi boss Umfundo Itaba and the CoQs were arrested in connection with the shootout at the Brook Street taxi rank. They appeared briefly in the local magistrate's court. The suspects face three counts of murder, one of attempted murder and public violence. Mbuso Mkizeh reports. There was a heavy police presence when the 11 suspects appeared in front of a packed courtroom. The 11 were arrested after a shootout that took place at one of Durban's taxi ranks on Wednesday morning. The shooting claimed the lives of three people, including an off-duty security officer. The shooting is believed to be linked to a turf war between two taxi associations over a lucrative route between Port Shepstone and Durban. Police recovered more than 20 firearms on the scene. The Higher Education Transformation Network is written to Minister Blade Inzamande urging him to review the 1997 Higher Education Act to ensure that students aren't excluded on the basis of language or race. Black students have been up in arms at Stellenbosch University. They claim they are being discriminated against by the institution's predominantly Afrikaans language policy. The network's Henrik Makanita says vice-chancellors are simply not willing to put the issue of language on their agenda. Afrikaans is one of the most difficult languages that our students are finding it difficult to cope with, particularly at Stellenbosch. In the long run, we would propose that our institutions of learning must adopt at least one or two African languages that can be developed in the same way that Africans was developed. But for now, a compromise must be reached. English is the better medium of instruction that our students are able to converse with. Kasato in the Northwest has welcomed the North Gauteng High Court's decision to allow or to deny directors of Aurora Mining Company leave to appeal the judgment, holding them liable for damages after stripping the mine of assets. The directors include Kulubuse Zuma, Zondwe Mandela, Tulani Nkobane, and Faisal and Soli Bana. They're liable for stripping of mine assets the value of 1.7 billion rand at the Pamozi Gold Mine in Orkney. Their destruction of the Aurora. Pub Motsi, Gold Mines has led to the loss of 5,300 jobs. Solly Petwe is the Secretary of Kosatu in the Northwest.
1: As Kosatu and National Miner Workers in the Northwest, Proverbs, we welcome the rejection. I heard that they're saying they are going to appeal. We would advise them, stop wasting your money. Use the money that you are paying lawyers and senior counselors and pay workers and close the matter because they know very well they have no case against workers.
0: Legal representative for the Democratic Alliance advocate Anton Katz has stressed that disciplinary action without suspension would be meaningless. DA is the first respondent in the appeal case by the SABC against the Western Cape High Court ruling that the public broadcaster's chief operating officer be suspended and disciplinary action be taken against him. DA wants the SABC to implement public protector Tuli Madonzela's recommendation that Motsuneng be removed. The appeal court judge, Lex Mpati, needed some clarity from advocate Katz.
1: What is it that you would want to see now? What Skippers J ordered. It's appropriate, it's just and equitable, and it fits the facts. And that's what we come here to say. And it will, even though, and I have to accept, I don't run away from it, and that's why we're here, that the order that is contained in Notice of Motion Part A, Part 3, is final in effect. I accept that. I accept that order One by Skippers was final. That's why we're here. That's why we didn't oppose in the way that we did. The application for leave to appeal on that basis and we did not. He's given a judgment on that.
0: The United Nations say that five hundred thousand children in Nigeria have been forced to flee militant Gruboko Haram's attacks in the past five months. Two million people have been forced from their homes since the militants launched their insurgency in northeastern Nigeria in two thousand and nine. At least seventeen thousand have been killed in the conflict. The BBC's World Ross reports.
1: This coincides with a spike in Boko Haram attacks, not only in northeast Nigeria, but also across the borders in Cameroon, Niger and Chad. Thanks to a regional military offensive earlier this year, the jihadist group no longer controls swathes of territory, but the violence has not stopped and the humanitarian situation remains bleak. UNICEF says in northern Nigeria alone 1.2 million children have been displaced and over half of them are under five years old. Getting help to these remote, insecure areas is extremely difficult.
0: Your top story this afternoon. It has emerged that President Jacob Zuma's nephew is among the 11 men accused of being involved in a deadly shooting at a minibus taxi rank in Durban on Wednesday. For Lotus FM News, I'm Tracy Villatham. I'll be back with the headlines at 4.30.